Hey everyone. Whether you're just waking up, ending your day, or somewhere in between, thanks for taking the time to stop by my little corner of the multiverse. Speaking of the multiverse, there is only one future, one way out of a possible, oh, I don't know, 14,605, that this podcast series vis-a-vis episode one can only ever really start. But before we get to the punchline, let's be like the children at heart that we probably all are and play with our food a little bit. Riddle me this. I'm round, like an infinite loop of awesomeness. I'm handcrafted with a crispy exterior and a soft and chewy inside. I've got a hint of sweet, but I pack a whole lot of savory. And I'm best eaten fresh out of a wood-burning oven, but do just as well the day afterwards out of the toaster. What am I? Well, if you guessed a bagel, then you can probably see right through my poor attempted humor. Because, you know, bagels have a have a hole in the middle. Get it? <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> Aren't you glad this isn't a comedy podcast? <laughs> Moving on. I'm Brother Bao. Welcome to the table. Let's eat. So what is a bagel exactly? It's a simple question on the surface, but humor me for a moment. In the New York Times a few years ago, Ed Levine wrote quite matter-of-factly that a bagel is a round bread made of simple, elegant ingredients, high gluten flour, salt, water, yeast, and malt. Its dough is boiled, then baked, and the result should be a rich caramel color. It should not be pale and blonde. A bagel should weigh four ounces or less and should make a slight cracking sound when you bite into it instead of a whoosh. A bagel should be eaten warm and ideally should be no more than four or five hours old when consumed. All else is not a bagel. Now, reading that description, I mean, it's amazing to think that it's one food, five letters, and it needs 90 words to describe it. But heck, bagels are full of depth as I'm coming to learn. As you'll discover, this episode will sound almost like a love letter to beautiful Montréal, and in particular, La Boulangerie Légendaire saint Viateur Bagel. To be honest, this is my reference point for a bagel. This is a place where you can honestly leave with more joy than you did walking in. It's where nostalgia thrives. Like many North American East Coasters, it's hard not to think about Montreal and New York as the places to eat, quote, the best bagel. One would even think that the bagel was born out of the imaginations of enterprising and hardworking immigrants to these two beautiful cities. Turns out, though, that the bagel's origins are pretty far-reaching. According to author Maria Belinska, who literally wrote the book on the bagel, The Surprising History of a Modest Bread, and as retold by Ari Weiswig of The Atlantic, bagels came east to Poland from Germany as part of a migration flow during the 14th century, which included many Jews. At the time, pretzels, the thick bread of the German variety, not the American kind that comes in plastic bags, were making their way out of their original home in the monasteries and being made into readily available feast day bread. German immigrants brought to Poland to help provide people power for building the economy brought the pretzels with them. 
In Poland, the theory goes, the German breads morphed into a round roll with a hole in the middle that came to be known in Poland as obwaženek. Written records of them appear as early as the 14th century. Ari goes on to share that the bagel as Jewish food really came of age during the era of Polish history known as the nobles' democracy. While intolerance and conflict reigned elsewhere, Poland was probably the preeminent country for tolerance, acceptance, education, and understanding at the time. Unlike almost every other country in Europe, Poles identified themselves as citizens of their country rather than of any divisive framework based on religious or ethnic or linguistic origins. This mindset created the environment where Jews were first allowed the opportunity to bake and then sell bread, of which bagels were an integral part. Now, as I dove in and, and read more about the history of bagels, to be honest, I was really quite humbled by how much political and cultural change they've actually been a part of and brought about. If you're interested to learn more, check out the article I've linked in the description of this podcast or check out Maria's book. Now, tying this back to the Montreal bagel, I decided to refresh my memory on the humble origins of my favorite bagel shop on the planet. So according to the fine folks at St. Peter Bagel, in 1953, when founder Meyer Lukovic arrived in Canada, he didn't know the first thing about baking anything, let alone bagels. He'd grown up in a large, poor family in a Jewish stelt or village near Krakow, Poland. And in 1942, he was actually arrested by the Gestapo and sent to Buchenwald concentration camp. Years later, while speaking to a high school class, Lukovic said, At Buchenwald, all I dreamt of was a piece of bread. Lukovic lived and worked in Germany after the war until he was discovered by Jewish Immigration Aid Services of Canada in 1952. He came to Montreal, where he got a job at Hyman Seligman's Montreal Bagel Bakery on Saint Laurent. Lukovic learned the bagel trade and just five years later, he and his wife Emma set up their own shop with Seligman on St. Vieter Street, which is now the landmark St. Vieter bagel shop that we all know and love. Joe Moreno, the current legendary owner, the epic current legendary owner, uh, was only 15 when he started work at the bagel shop. He knew Meyer from delivering milk to his house every weekend. Morena's cousin worked around the corner from the bagel shop and convinced him to apply for a job. Lukovic said, hey Yosel, the Yiddish name for Joe, and hired him to start that night. Serving so many older Jewish customers, Morena even learned to speak Yiddish. In 1974, he became joint owner of the business with Lukovic, and the two worked as partners until Lukovic died in 1994. Then Joe Morena partnered with Marco Splano to continue the St. Vieter bagel tradition that we know and love today. Speaking of today, St. Vieter bagel is actually 63 years old this year. And despite the fact that it's recognized across the, the planet, it remains so firmly rooted in its local community, and they're determined to give back to the Montreal neighborhoods that have actually supported them for so long. I was there for their 60th anniversary with uh, my best friends. And, you know, you can almost think of it like the most heartfelt and joyous block party you've ever been to. The sun was shining just the right way with a cool breeze that was wafting between hundreds of people packed on a tiny block of St. Vieter Street. There was music, there were children, uh, there was laughter, there was balloons, there was commemorative t-shirts, there was Joe, his sons were there, and of course there was a metric ton of bagels to go around for everybody to enjoy. As part of that extended community, I can honestly tell you firsthand that the love that people have for St. Peter Bagel is beyond palpable. 
on a poetic note, despite the fact that it has a hole in the center, these bagels fill the hearts and stomachs of so many people. If I didn't say it earlier, I'll say it now. There is nothing like eating a fresh Montreal bagel from a hot oven. But one has to wonder what makes a Montreal bagel so special. Growing up, I had always heard that it's all in the water. And with any old adage, never doubt the legend because it's probably grounded in truth. Turns out, Montreal tap water has higher levels of calcium carbonate and magnesium, which actually produces tougher gluten. Montreal bagels are uh, also sweeter than most because bakers actually add sugar to the dough and once they roll it, they actually poach it in water that's infused with honey. And compared to a bagel that you might find at your local grocery store, Montreal bagels are actually smaller and crispier and their interior is chewier. Now, many Montreal bakers, including those at St. Viator, they actually still hand roll their bagels and cook them in the same wood-burning ovens that they used when the shops were actually first built. Watching these bakers work, if you've had the chance, is pretty darn magical. It's almost like watching glass being blown. Uh, their movements are, are just effortless. They almost seem instinctual and the technique, it's all in the wrist. Let me paint a picture for you. Imagine you see a sign that shines like a beacon of a simpler time on a friendly neighborhood street with big letters painted in somewhat fading yellow color on the windows, spelling out the name St. Vieter Bagel. You walk up, you walk up a step, and then you open the same door that thousands from around the world have opened before you. You then enter a cozy but lively shrine to the art of bagel making. The wisps and memories and laughter in the air, they start to nestle in your lungs. The heat from the flames of that deep wood-burning oven, they embrace your widened and increasingly curious eyes. Photos of happy celebrity customers and press accolades, they adorn the walls around you and there's these massive blags of flour that flank you from seemingly all sides. You can't help but take in this motif as you and your taste buds wait their turn in line only to utter an order you've been repeating in your head over and over and over again since you walk through the front door. A dozen sesame bagels, please. My ammo? I eat one right away. I then remind myself of what it means to be a mere human in the presence of perfection, and then, with a hot piping bag of bagels in hand, I head on over to peaceful Outremont Park, just down the street. I find a bench and let the bagels take me away for the rest of the afternoon. To be honest, few rituals in my life can compare to the power of this restorative experience. Like the incredible monument that it is in the food world, the Montreal Bagel stands on its own. For the full experience, and when life as we once knew it gets back to normal, stop by next time you're in town. You won't regret it. In the meantime, you can order St. Vieter Bagels online from their website. They actually ship your made-to-order bagel box across Canada and the US. I've tried it, and to be honest, it's the next best thing. Gosh, I love the internet. Well, until next time, my friends, remember, nostalgia is only a bite away. Thanks for joining.